A lot has changed during 2020, but one thing that hasn't is the stories you'll hear on the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. Tune in to each episode to hear the amazing tales of the spirit athletes, coaches, and staff as each guest tells their unique story that led them to OUAZ and how they have become successful in their time at the university. You can hear all of these great anecdotes on your favorite podcast platforms. The OUAZ Athletics Podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and the official athletics website at OUAZSpirit.com slash podcasts. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe so you never miss the latest episode of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. OUAZ fans, my name is Seth Askelson, and thank you for joining us for yet another edition of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. My guest today, OUAZ dancer, Maggie Lewis. Maggie, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming in. It's a little bit uh, early on a Friday morning, but uh, as you told me, I have class pretty soon, so um, appreciate you taking the time uh, that you could be using to sleep at least. Or <laughs> Nah, we're kind of used to being up this time anyways. Yeah, Kari gets you gets you guys up early. She told me you guys practice at six a.m. and that's yeah. that's when I knew I could never <laughs> be a dancer or a cheerleader here. That's yeah. I mean, we've been used to it for all oh, four years, six right. to nine. That's true. That is true. But uh, that's what happens when you go to bed at midnight. <laughs> You're not used to waking up at uh, six a.m. So yeah, you get used to it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a program that's building. Um, and for you, what is, what is your time like been here at OUAZ? I mean, it's a school that you've seen, you know, built from the ground up and, you know, you've danced in high school gyms, you've danced in the new arena, the football field. I mean, you've worn the OUAZ uniform pretty much everywhere (laughs) over the, over the last few years. What's the experience been like for you? Um, well, I mean, I think it's definitely come full circle. I mean, at the beginning we were cheering at games at Willow Canyon where I graduated from, so it definitely wasn't a foreign space for me, but I think the first game on the field here, next level. I mean, it was so cool seeing, like, our actual fans and our stands dancing on our logo. So much better than any other field. Um, Arena, that was really cool. I think the first time that (laughs) I saw the lights come down on the arena, it was like Christmas. It was crazy. It was so cool. Yeah, I think a lot of people um, could, could share the same feelings, right? I mean, have, you know, played and, and performed at different places, but nothing compares to your own facility, your own logo, as you said. And mm-hmm. um, for you, you know, as you Willow Canyon High School graduate um, from the Surprise area, but what made you want to come to OUAZ, right? I mean, Kari hasn't been the head coach for too long, entering her second season, mm-hmm. um, but... For you, what was what was it with this school, um, and and why did you decide to come here? So I think it's really funny that um, in my senior year at Willow Canyon, I did DECA. I went to uh, the State of the City address where they announced that Ottawa was opening up the following year, and I was like, oh no, won't be going there. Um, I had just planned on going to a local community college, um, pursuing a dance career whether wherever that was going to take me and then it wasn't until I had found out that there was dance auditions that I was like mm, okay we'll just go we'll see how it is made it and just I, 
the ball started rolling, it was it was crazy how fast everything like turned for me. You know, I had not really the strongest aspirations for going to college, but once I like did that signature, had the picture and whatnot, it was just it was next level. It felt like home almost, even though I've called Surprise Home my whole life. Um yeah, it was just it was really cool. I knew there wasn't much here. I mean Everyone talks about going up to the top of the garage and seeing all this. Um, but I've always lived down the street, and it just wasn't, I don't know, it, it was it was just different. I liked it. Yeah, as you said, uh, and I think a lot of people, um, and maybe even the citizens in Surprise, were very unsure of what this school was going to be, right? Are they going to be able to live on their promises of a university that, you know, not only delivers for the city and the community, but can grow? And, I mean, I think we've seen over the last four years, how fast this, this college can grow. Yeah. Um, but when, I mean, you said, you know, you, you wrote that signature and you said, okay, well, this is starting to feel at home and, and real. Like, what was that kind of thought process between you were here for, you know, DECA and you said there's a 0% chance <laughs> I'm ever coming here to, okay, I'm going to be here for the next four years and, and this feels like something that's for me? Um, it, I mean, I think everything basically boils down to dance. Um, I know this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, and I felt very confident in using Ottawa as a stepping stone for me. Uh, I I have aspirations of going pro, and I knew I was only going to get the best training for that and the best experience by being here. And, uh, I mean, an an exceptional group of coaches, and uh, we'll talk about them in a few moments. But as you said, dance uh, seems to be pretty big in your life, right? I mean, you wouldn't want to go pro if you didn't really care about it that much. Um, but when did you start getting into dance? Um, and then when did you start thinking like, okay, this is something I could really do at a top level and and make a career out of? Um, well, I actually got into dance really late. Um, I think I only started my sophomore year of high school, mostly just to get out of PE. Um, uh, but I loved it. Uh, you know, I, I didn't necessarily think that I had the qualifications for going pro, just because I didn't have the technical training that a lot of other, you know, people have dancing in studios since they were two years old. But um, I knew that if I I was very passionate about it and I worked really hard, I could do anything. Now, that's a pretty uh, interesting story that uh, I'm sure a lot of kids find ways to get out of PE in high school. <laughs> but uh, you jump from one physical activity to another, and one, as you said, maybe wasn't uh, something you had done growing up and it wasn't, you know, as you said, a lot of dancers, especially at the high school level, will have that training in, in studios and things like that. Your first dance practice, what was, how did that go for you? Did you feel like you performed well? Were you like, oh, I was so over my own two feet that I don't know if I could ever go back? What was what was that like for you? Here at Ottawa? No, just uh, in high school, the first time uh-huh. you ever, ever went to dance. Um, Well, uh, my first dance class, it was intermediate dance at a high school small town in California actually um took some time up in northern California um but they didn't take it very uh seriously I I I tell a lot of people this I was watching my old high school Willow Canyon um their dance teams do incredible things like go to competitions do really really well and there's one specific turn uh analysis cone and I had showed my dance teacher, like, hey, I know I can barely do one turn, but I want to be able to do this. She said, uh, yeah, no, we're 
we're never going to teach you that. There's no point. You're not going to make it anywhere past high school. I said, okay. That's the the motivation right there. That's that's incredible. And, Definitely. And why do you think, and, and maybe this just goes for coaches as a whole, but maybe at the high school level, why do you think those those coaches will sometimes crush dreams, right? Well, you know, instead of saying, look, uh, you know, I might not be able to teach you the best, but I'll, I'll, I'll try. Instead of just saying that you're not going to make it past high school. Why am I even going to waste my time? Why do you think, why do you think there's that certain mindset maybe in, in those types of coaches? Um, I mean, I, I definitely don't think she was doing it to be spiteful. I think she had like the best intentions and it was more or less just, she saw the sparkle in my eye and didn't want me to have my, you know, dreams crushed if I wasn't ever going to make it out of high school. We definitely made it uh, past high school and <laughs> at least four more years past college. And, right. And um, so with OUAZ in, in Ottawa, um, coming in, you know, you sign the letter. And what was those first few weeks like, right? I mean, where were you guys dancing at? You didn't have, you know, this gym wasn't <laughs> built till last year. No, you know, the no we, had, uh, we had nothing. <laughs> we were down the street. There's a bling tour. Um, you could probably see it from this building, actually, right there on Litchfield. Um, super close. Um, Small-ish. Um, but, again, I had nothing to go off of, so anything was just really cool. And um, my coaches at the time, they were just very enthusiastic about it, so I was just like, mm, go for it. The first couple weeks, though, it was over summer. Um, we were still getting people from all over the place. Like, practices weren't really solidified or, um, you know, mandatory. So I would go. I lived down the street. I'd go every day, every week, um, even if no one else showed up. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much how I um, got my position as captain my freshman year. So freshman year, you're a captain. So you go from, you know, not really dancing until sophomore year to you're a captain freshman year. What what did those responsibilities add, right? I mean, you know, for coaches announcing captains is, hey, you know, if I'm not in the room, you can help, you know, gather the team together, get everybody, you know, ready to go, whatever, you know, whatever that looks like for, you know, whatever team you're on. Um, but as a freshman, I mean, were you, ex were you ready or were you really expecting to take on a leadership role two weeks into your <laughs> college career? I, I mean, I definitely don't think I was ready. I was excited. I, I wanted to, it, it felt even better. The fact that I was going to be here dancing, that I was a leader. Um, I feel like I've always naturally taken charge in situations like that. Um, but my confidence level, in dance wasn't necessarily there. I, I felt like I didn't have the technique to be teaching or leading other people. Um, but for me, it was more or less just, I always feel like I take charge by, you know, leading by example. I'm, I'm always the one to, you know, push for things because of my aspirations to go pro and, you know, pursue my dance career. But um, if I feel like I, I never had like the right training I knew that it, it's just my work ethic that was going to push me through. Yeah, and I mean, it's a work ethic that's, you know, again, gotten you through four years, um, named a captain, and, and been able to be really that, that leader in, in the program and almost really the face of the program, right, staying all four years and 
I mean, you you don't seem too happy <laughs> about that statement, maybe, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure when there's recruits that visit and, and people who visit, I'm sure Kari probably has you at least talk to him a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess more or less it's just um, I, I love this program so much and I'm so proud to be a part of it. Um, I I wish I had put more time into it. Um, I've had to work full time to, you know, pay rent and pay my monthly fees here to keep going to school and you know sometimes I wish I would have just pulled all the loans just to focus my time on this team and really feel like I put the time into it as much as like my heart's into it um I think what was also really hard was my sophomore year I tore my ACL and um that really kind of put things into perspective for me um because I would still show up to practice every day but the st- the team was still able to function without me and I was like okay this isn't my whole personality <laughs> you know um the team isn't just about me and it helped me become a better leader because it made me see what they needed to be better dancers not just how how can I get you know what I need out of this team and I think with a lot of athletes, regardless of sport, when they are injured, you know, they see the gain. They always say, oh, I see, I see the gain differently. I see, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you saw the routines differently. You're not in the middle of them. You are, you know, seeing everything at, at once and able to kind of, you know, you're not, fo- you can focus on everybody, not just kind of yourself and, mm-hmm. and making sure, you know, everybody's spaced right or the person next to you is not going to bump you out of the way on accident and things like that. What were some of those things in terms of the dance aspect? that you learned during that year, whether it be technique or, um, you know, choreography, what were some of those things that you had learned, uh, during that year as you were recovering from your injury? Um, for me, I, it's just the importance of strength. I mean, I don't know if it's just a girl thing or a dancer thing. Um, we're just so afraid to work out and, you know, cause we think we're just going to get big and buff and, um, I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, as I'm recovering, you know, I have to do physical therapy and whatnot and just get stronger to walk. Um, but seeing the importance of that just in, like, someone who's healthy and able to dance, like, how much better that makes them as a dancer. Um, that's made me just really appreciate not just, like, our um, physical trainers, but, um, like, our weight room. And when you finally got back out, you know, dancing and, and being able to get back into practice and then obviously back to the point where you were able to perform, did you feel that you were a, a new dancer or a different dancer because, you know, you took the time to recover properly, obviously get yourself back to full strength, but you got to see kind of, you know, the different routines from the coach's perspective and uh, did you feel that you were a better dancer, maybe a, a little bit different, that you changed anything in, in the way you danced um, or, or the way you approached routines or practice or whatever it may be? Um, well, this was also um, when we had a shift in coaching staff. Um, so when I got back into dancing, it was just a whole new world, new coach for me, a new body. I had to learn, you know, where my balances were, where my strengths were where my weaknesses were, um, um, I think for me, the biggest thing was choreography, like just diving into it instead of being more reserved, 
because I felt before my accident, I didn't think about it. I just was like learning hesitantly, you know, kind of staying in the back. But, you know, if this was my second chance, go head on, you know, don't just reserve yourself, like try and absorb as much as you can. Do you think that's helped your goals in becoming a professional dancer? As you said, maybe seeing it as a second chance and and going head on and diving right into the choreography and everything, you know, the coaches and and the events and the performances have to offer. Do you think that's helped you, you know, maybe further your career and get closer to that professional dance stage that you want to get to? Um, I think no matter what, I'm still going to have the, the doubt in my head that one, I'm not going to make it just because of my skill. Um, two, I'm not going to make it because of, you know, my injury. Um, but because it being my second chance, um, it, yeah, it, it does, it does make me, you know, want it that much more, you know, cause I dwindled to nothing when I was injured. And now that I push myself to be back on the team, like, wh- why would I quit now? Why wouldn't I just go for it? And even if I don't make the first audition, keep going, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, as you said, you, you put in so much work and you're going to put in so much work just no, not for nothing but as you said right like why would I put in all that work just to you know stop with where I'm at and um, especially in Arizona I think you know whether continuing in sports or just any performances I mean I see I drive in in the West Valley in the Northwest Valley and I feel like I hit a dance studio every three quarters of a mile so there's definitely a lot of opportunities and um, for your future career I mean what what does a career in professional dance look like is it you know, dancing for, say, the Suns or a professional basketball team? Is it, you know, touring with, you know, different artists and, and dancing, you know, there? What does that look like to you as a, as a professional dancer? Um, any and all of the above. <laughs> um, I think I started off wanting to be, and I had said this in an interview a long time ago, my dream job would be a backup dancer for Beyonce. <laughs> Um, but now being on this team for so long and, um, being around, you know, the different coaches that I've been around, um, I, I would love to, it, it would be a dream to, uh, perform with the Suns dancers or, you know, the Cardinals cheerleaders, um, any, anything really, I, for me, it's just, it's performing. Um, I know you can't perform forever, you know, your body's eventually going to deteriorate, but, um, I, I know dance will always be in my life, whether it be teaching at a studio. Um, just recently <laughs> I taken a, uh, principles of coaching class here at Ottawa. And now my mind is pretty set on coaching somewhere. Um, and you know, just try and perform wherever I can for as long as I can. Hopefully that uh, that call from Beyonce comes uh, <laughs> relatively soon. Uh, well, with concerts being down, I don't know how much. Uh, maybe music video. Virtual, virtual concerts. They, I mean, they're gonna have to at some point, right? It doesn't seem like the return to concerts, uh, at least in the United States, is coming anytime soon. So that yeah. might have to be uh, the next way to go. Um, but for you, um, so you get back to the team after your injury, and uh, obviously the facilities are are here and in the field you know obviously the field came during your sophomore year but um downstairs as well 
you know, we talk to the basketball players, the volleyball players, you know, who use the court for game purposes. But I mean, it's big for your team and, and yourself as well, because that's that's where you play your game, quote unquote. That's where you perform. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like stepping into the gym for the first time, you know, when Shirakari took you guys around and, and showed you, and obviously you guys practiced there as well, but what was that like when you first stepped in there and saw, okay, this is this is a facility of our own? Um, I, I don't know. It was just next level. I mean, you walk in and you're like, like a little kid. This is this is for me. I can have this is my own. Thanks. Um, I I mean I always I always trusted the vision. You know, seeing the dirt, and then not seeing the dirt. But walking in, um, I think that was it for me. You know, I wasn't really around campus so much to see, like, you know, things being brought in or, you know, you know, the setup of all of it. But just just walking in and seeing how big it was. Oh, my gosh. Can't even. Mm, it was crazy. Yeah, it's a it's pretty massive facility. I mean, especially mm-hmm. for at this level. Right. I mean, I think you go to. Uh, different NAIs, um, you know, and, and some do have really nice facilities, but other, I mean, this is a, a three-story building complete with offices. Um, at one time, you can have a cheer and dance practice, a volleyball practice, and a basketball practice happening at the same time. I don't know how many NAI schools can say mm-hmm. they have a facility that's able to do that, but, um, and then you guys have your own dance studio as well, so that's that's huge. I mean, what is that like? Uh, as you said, you always trusted the vision. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was hard to see the vision when there was painted lines for parking for spring training <laughs> and that something <laughs> like this would be up within two years of mm-hmm. cars parking there only for a month. Um, but what was, what is that like? And, and what does that do for the program to have the facilities, to have a gym where, you know, you have a, a lot of space to, to practice and, and you have a dance room to call your own. I mean, how does that how does that take the program to what's next? I I think it helps a lot with um with with marketing the team. I mean, I feel like every year we've been here 4 years. I still last night I had a customer telling me, well, "Where? Where where is Ottawa?" I'm like, "Down the street, I swear. If you go, you'll see the buildings. They're there now." You know, if you can have videos showing other people what the facility is actually like seeing our dance room seeing the arena it 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 just puts us it puts us on the map you know it shows people that we're here yeah i don't uh wouldn't say i'd blame that customer who said where uh maybe we'll ask the uh city of surprise to lower the height of city hall it's kind of in the way when you're looking from uh, bell road when you pass litchfield we'll see if they can maybe lower the height of that. I mean, City Hall still hasn't been opened yet, so maybe mm. give us a, a little free advertising. Or they could just add another uh, floor or two to those dorms just uh, across the way from us as well. One or two, yeah. I mean, those dorms filled up already. Um, I know, that's crazy. I've I've never lived on campus, um, and after seeing them, I kind of wish I did. Um, I've, I've never been one to be super upset that I didn't have this, you know, my first, um, or second year, um, definitely makes me sound really old, you know, I went to school here before these buildings were, but, um, I, I'm just more happy that it's here, and, you know, that the future students get to enjoy it and use it. 
And what is it like for you, though? I mean, again, you said you trust the division, and it takes a lot of trust to go from a building in dirt to what we have now. But does that make you feel better that, okay, yeah, I stuck it out, and they delivered, right? I stuck mm-hmm. it out, and they delivered while I was here. I mean, did that help you feel better about your decision and, and why you stayed at, at OUAZ for four years? Um. I mean, yeah, but I also, I don't think it's necessarily just about the buildings. I, I think it's really cool that I've seen it, you know, build. But for me, it's it's always been about dance, you know, saying that I've danced on a college team for four years. Next level. Yeah, that's, that's pretty sweet. And, you know, not a lot of people may be able to say that, and especially as you pursue um, being a backup dancer for Beyonce. Hopefully. Or- oh, we can only pray. Dancing for the Suns, um, you know, that's huge. That's huge for the resume. And um, during quarantine, um, a lot of athletes tried to find their way to stay in really good shape, right? When you think of maybe football or basketball, you think, oh, you know, guys running and lifting weights and whatever. But for a dancer, what is the workout routine like? Like, how do you. As you said, maybe there's a, a fear, you know, when in terms of working out, like, oh, I don't want to get big and bulky and, and things of that nature. But how do you keep yourself ready for performances? Um, well, we, we did a lot of Zoom workouts, <laughs> I'll tell you that much, the whole team. Um, I mean, yeah, running. I think, I think dancers focus a lot on core. You have to have that core for your balance and whatnot. Um, and necessarily working around, working out around the house. You can only find so many things to lift. <laughs> um, Coach Hodgson, his his workouts, those were great. Um, definitely kept me sane <laughs> while we were in quarantine. Now the training staff here, and not only athletic training, but as well as you know Cody and um, and his staff and in, in strength are doing a really good job with with all the athletes. Is that big for you in terms of your development and your next steps of being a professional dancer, that you have the access to, you know, great, not only the facilities, but great uh, great coaches that can help you be in, in that performance shape and, and take it to the next level as, as you're looking to take the next step in your career? Uh, I mean, absolutely. I feel like cheer and dance has always fought really hard to be um, noticed as, as an athletic program. Um, so being able to have a space to work out in and, you know, be coached to become stronger, um, not only helps me physically, obviously, but, um, mentally, you know, I'm, I'm being recognized as an athlete and, you know, they want to push me, um, to be stronger and, you know, push those boundaries of, you know, not just wanting to, you know, stay lean, stay skinny, you know. Yeah, it, it's a different way to look at it, right? I mean, as you said, maybe in certain schools and, and cheer and dance programs, it's about the look, right? Like, uh, I want to stay, you know, we want you to stay lean or whatever that may look like. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's Kari's on board and, and obviously with Cody. I mean, anytime I walk by there with any workout with any team, it <laughs> looks brutal. <laughs> I, just, I just keep walking. I'm like, if I stop, <laughs> they're going to pull me in there too. So I, I better keep moving. It's uh, fun. He makes it fun, though. He does. Mm-hmm. It's uh, music's going. There, it looks like a good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I definitely can say that it looks like a good time, and it, it seems like uh, in your four years you've had a really good time 
dancing yeah. here as well. Even at a Valley Vista. That is true. I mean, what was that like when you guys were finally, I mean, we talked about, you know, you stepped in and it, it felt like, you know, you're looking like, oh, this is really for me. And, but did you see a change in the mentality of maybe the team or, or the program as a whole once, you know, you were no longer waiting for high school gyms to open up and, and things of that nature? Was there like a mentality change and, and did everybody feel like, okay, I really need to step it up now that we're taking it to the next level in this program? Definitely. I mean, um, a lot of previous teams, when we were working out at Valley Vista or just performing at Willow, they're like, I was doing this in high school, you know, what, what's the point? But now that, like, we see our logo on everything, we have our own facility, we don't have to wait for these high schoolers to get out of the way and stop harassing us. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it definitely was. It, everyone took it more seriously. This is, this is our space, our time. When you guys were performing at Willow, I mean, did it feel like you were back in high school? Uh, y yes and no. Uh, definitely a different crowd that I was performing for. <laughs> um, different setting. I uh, When I was in high school, I was only on the hip-hop team. I did not shake any pom-poms <laughs> um, or turn for a performance, at least. Um, but, yeah. Now, is that a, a huge change for you? As you said, you're on the hip-hop team. You come to OUAZ and, and maybe some, you know, different routines, something you really haven't been too versed in the performances, at least. Um, how were you able to adjust to that, and, and how easy was that adjustment to adding to the skill set you already had? Um, it wasn't an easy adjustment, but it was exciting. It was It was what I felt I had been missing all of these years, you know, the challenge, the push to be in different genres of, uh, dance. And I just, I just was very thankful for it, you know, to be challenged that much. So in your goal and in your pursuit of becoming a professional dancer, I mean, plenty of professional dancers around you, especially in this program, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Melanie, the old head coach uh, at the time was an Arizona Cardinals cheerleader during the season. Um, Kari's danced professionally. She danced at, you know, Super Bowls here in the Valley. Uh, Beth Ann's danced professionally for, you know, the Warriors and, and all these different uh, NBA teams as well. I mean, what is that like to have so much professional dance experience as you're trying to make that, that leap to becoming a professional dancer? Oh, it leaves me speechless most of the time. Uh, just going from, you know, you know, I have I have nothing really to go off of to having these incredibly experienced people supporting me. They they want me to go to the next level. They're helping me go to the next level. And it's just one of the biggest blessings I have coming here. What did you learn from them? I mean, obviously, when you go from high school to college, there's probably a lot more to learn. I mean, as you said, you kind of started doing a little bit different dance, different choreography type things maybe adding some skill sets that you hadn't had prior to coming to OUAZ but I mean you come here and your first your first head coach is a current Cardinals cheerleader and dancer so exciting. your next head coach has plenty of experience as a professional dancer and she brings in an assistant coach who also has so much experience I mean what was what did you learn from there were some of the things that you learned like within the first few months or, or the first couple of years where you were just like, 
blown away. You're like, I never expected it to be this way. And uh, it is this way. And, and this is how I'm going to change myself and, and add to my skill sets because it is this way. Um, I mean, after I stopped fangirling, after like the third month, um, I, I definitely was able to absorb how much more the professional team is than just performing. Um, you're an ambassador for that team. And when you get to the next level, like NBA or NFL, um, it's so, it's so much more than you and performing. Um, I definitely had to learn how to speak publicly to other people. Uh, that's something I still struggle with a lot. Um, and then just, just holding myself to a higher standard than just, you know, what do I want out of life? What do I how do I want to live my day? It's not about that anymore. It's about not just my dance team. It's about the entire program. And I think that's the thing that I, I've heard. You know, I've I've worked in, you know, game management and, and things of that nature. And, and that's what a lot of the higher-ups kind of tell you, right, is like, hey, you're a team ambassador now. Like, you know, maybe not as much public speaking on my end that I've I've had to do more of but uh, as you said like it's it changes the mindsets a little different and do you think that's that's good not only for you but those who come into the program and and have same or similar aspirations to you that this is carried as a professional program it's you know it's not oh I'm just dancing in college and you know hopefully I make it to the next level no you're you're basically being a professional dancer in in terms of the way you carry yourself and, and the way you act from the second you step on campus I mean do you think that's big because essentially you're getting four years of how to be a professional while you're still in college. I mean, I think, I think for me, because I know what my goals are, even for the girls who don't want to go pro to have that standard of you're an ambassador for the team and the university. Um, I think it prepares you for any, you know, career that you go into just holding yourself to a higher standard than just yourself thinking of others before yourself. I'm sure that will help a lot, not only for you as you jump into coaching, but for anybody, you know, on the dance or cheer team that's looking to get into coaching. You know, as you said, it's, you already have that mindset of, you know, you're thinking more than just yourself and and above yourself in terms of that. And um, for this season, I mean, it's, it's been it's been weird already, right? I mean, games getting pushed back. Uh, our next game, uh, our first home game in the gym, is scheduled for November twelfth. Six days away. Fingers crossed that it stays. Yeah, double fingers crossed. Um, but for this season, I mean, it's it's been wacky. It's been wild over the last few months. Um, I mean, you guys really got a chance to finish up all the gym sports outside of men's volleyball. Finished up last year prior to getting shut down in March. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the season is finally upon us in, in terms of what's coming up for home events. How are you approaching your last year, especially because you wake up on any given morning and, you know, a performance is canceled and, and, and things of that nature. So how are you, how are you going about it this year? Um, definitely just being thankful for every day. I mean, I, I know a lot of programs who aren't able to practice or, meet or go to school you know I I just I'm just thankful you know I I, a a part of me is nervous you know I'm hoping that I'm able to perform and you know live out my senior year Um, but just every day that I get to go to practice is 
another day that I'm getting better as a dancer, and that's all I can really ask for. Well, I know we're looking forward to seeing um, how the dance team performs. Uh, I know those on campus with the new ticket policy, it's going to be campus people only, so a lot of your classmates are uh, going to be able to see the hard work you've put in um, over the last year, and, you know, really over the last four years. Um, and then those watching at home always have the stream on, always have the camera on during halftime, so get to see those performances as well. That'll be very useful. I have a lot of families very excited for my senior year, so. Well, that's good. We'll make sure to, we're looking to up the production a little bit this year on, on the stream, so we'll make sure to encapsulate cheer and dance in that as well. So, Maggie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Um, are there any final thoughts, any final words you want to leave, uh, whether it be with your teammates, your coaches, um, your family, whoever it may be, uh, just any final thoughts? Um, I think just really, I mean, I know, I know right now things just seem so stuck, you know, we're not really sure where things are going. Um, and I think for me, just where I've been and what I've experienced the last three years, like just, I'm just grateful every day, you know, that I'm able to wake up, walk around, do the things that I love. I know a lot, a lot of people have really discovered for their love uh, just for life uh, during this time, right? Even though you feel stuck, a lot of people got some time to kind of unwind and really appreciate uh, the different aspects of their life because they got to step away and, and take a look at it. So I'm mm -hmm. um, looking forward to seeing how you're able to encapsulate that in your performances this upcoming year. And thank you so much again for your time and uh, looking forward to talking again soon. Thank you again.